to My Great Australian Dream, a podcast about studying, living, working and migrating to Australia. I am your host, Tracy Chen, and I'm an immigration lawyer based in Australia. The 491 visa, also known as the Skilled Work Regional Provisional Visa. Once you are granted this visa, you're normally granted for a total period of five years. It's a temporary visa, but the good thing about it is that it allows you to apply for permanent residence, technically after three years. So while you hold a 491 visa, you need to be working and living in regional Australia, making a minimum of $53,900 per year. And if you do that for three years, you'll be then eligible to apply for the skilled regional permanent visa, subclass 191. I wanna prepare you guys for the coming financial year. So the requirements I'm gonna talk about are very general. It's a bit of a reflection of what happened over the last 12 months. It gives you an idea of what to expect and what to prepare for in the new financial year. Some of you guys may already be in Tasmania or some of you guys are looking to move to Tasmania. So very basic requirements from the Department of Home Affairs for a 491 visa. You must not have turned 45 years of age. You must have a nominated occupation on the relevant occupation list. I'll drop a link to that skilled occupation list below. You must have a valid and positive skills assessment for that nominated occupation. You must have at least competent English, but as we all know, due to competition, you probably need to be scoring a little bit higher than competent English and you must have at least 65 points on the points test calculator. However, the 491 state nominated visa requires you to be nominated by the state. Over the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about 491 visa in every different state and kind of what's happened over the last financial year. Today specifically though, we're gonna look at the requirements for the 491 visa in Tasmania and reflect a little bit on the invitations that have been issued over the last financial year. So there's a couple of different streams that will allow you to be eligible for nomination for the 491 visa in Tasmania. So first of all, let's have a look at the graduate stream. A lot of people relocate to Tasmania, study something in the hopes of being nominated under the graduate stream. So you must have studied a CRICOS registered course in Tasmania and you must have obtained your letter of completion. It must have been for a total duration of 40 weeks and you must have completed this course full-time on-site in Tasmania. So for example, if you started the course online while you're in Melbourne, then you wouldn't qualify under this stream. You and all your dependents must be living in Tasmania at the time of application. And it's very important for you to be able to demonstrate your career plan, your career progression. They want to know what you know your long-term plans in Tasmania are, especially relevant to your nominated occupation, if possible. They really like to see that. And I guarantee you, it's going to help a lot in your application. And you must demonstrate that you have an ongoing commitment to Tasmania. So there's two key things here, really important. If you held a student visa while you're studying, then the degree that you're studying, the course that you're studying can be a bachelor degree, a master degree, a diploma, a graduate diploma, or if it's none of these qualifications, then that study must be directly relevant to the priority industry training workforce development area. Now there's a few areas that is of priority in Tasmania. I'll drop a link below to the PDF. This PDF does actually change quite often though, so do be careful to check this regularly. Now, if you did not hold a student visa, so for example, you hold a 485 or another type of visa, then your study must be directly related to the priority industry workforce training and development area. Again, check the PDF below, but here's an example of some of the priority sectors. You must study the minimum qualification that is on this PDF. The graduate stream is for graduates. You don't have to be working in your occupation 
at the time you apply or working essentially. But if you are working, when you graduate, especially in one of the critical sectors like the dairy or meat industry, your application would definitely be prioritized. So it's definitely something for you to consider. So I always say to clients, you know, while you're studying, obviously it's a little bit different before you can work 40 hours per week on the student visa. But if that does change, try and, you know, work in the critical sectors. What I did find that is if you are working in the dairy, meat, accommodation, or logistics area, for at least six months before you apply. So while you are actually studying, it would be very helpful if you actually complete the relevant certificates. And that usually is a requirement if you are working in those industries. Just like with support work, if you are a support worker, you generally need to have a certificate three or four in that industry. If you do have that, it does help a lot with the application. Okay, so what I just spoke about briefly is the graduate stream. So if you're thinking about moving to Tasmania and studying a course for one year, it doesn't have to be related to the occupation. Okay, so for example, you've already completed your Bachelor of Accounting in Melbourne and it's a little bit difficult to get, you know, 491 or 190 in Melbourne as an accountant. So you relocate to Tasmania. You are an accountant still, but you go and study a diploma for one year, 40 weeks full time on campus in Tasmania. Then you could qualify under this stream. But remember, you're still applying as an accountant you qualify because you studied in Tasmania. All right, so the second stream would be working in Tasmania for six months before you apply. You don't have to be working in your nominated occupation. So if you are an accountant, you could be working as a support worker, for example, but they have been updating the requirements for that every now and then. So for the new financial year, I say it's really important just to check what those working requirements actually are. So right now it's 35 hours per week. That can be made up of two jobs, but you must be working full-time in Tasmania. Your employer must be a well-established business. So again, Tasmania is very small. Hobart is very small. Davenport is very small. They all know each other. They know what businesses genuinely need skilled workers. So it's very easy for them to assess. You usually do need to have a 12 month minimum contract. So make sure that the work you're getting, you know, there's a contract because you will need to submit that. And the key thing is they will look at your job title and what you exactly do. So occupations with the ANSCO skill level four or five or lower is generally not accepted. There's a few exemptions for that. I'll leave them at the top up here. I do think that these will change a little bit in the financial year. So use this as a general guideline. If you're looking for work now, looking for employment now, these are the kind of things you need to be aware of. But I have a feeling this is going to get updated in the financial year as well. Now, there's actually a family stream as well for the 491. If you have relocated to Tasmania and you already have family there, such as your sister or your brother is a permanent resident or Australian citizen, you can apply under the family stream. But your sibling, parent, aunt, uncle, grandparents must have been living in Tasmania for at least 12 months before you apply. And I think Canberra has something similar, not so much a family stream, but they do award extra matrix points if you do have family members in Canberra. Then there's one of the last ones, which is the small business owner stream. And I can't say I've seen a lot of invitations under this stream, but it's definitely very much worth considering. So you have to have been operating a business for at least six months in Tasmania before you apply. Now that business must be solely owned. So you're the sole director, sole shareholder. You don't need to spend a minimum amount to buy the business, unlike other states. So I think Queensland has, you have to buy a business for at least 100,000. 
There's no minimum turnover either, but you need to prove that you can at least make $53,900 of personal taxable income each year. So even if you don't meet it at the time of applying, if you provide a pretty solid business plan that shows how you're going to work towards that goal, then that should definitely help with the application. But at the end of the day, this is all about growing the Tasmanian economy, supporting the Tasmanian population. So it has to be a business that's going to add value to the state. So generally, they're not going to accept businesses such as service stations, massage clinics or Uber related jobs. And it can't be like a franchise or part owned business. You have to be the sole owner and operator. We currently don't have any clients that are applying under this stream, but I do have a couple of clients that currently hold a business investor visa. It's called the Significant Business Talent Subclass 132 visa. And at the time when we were applying for this visa, the business plans had to be approved by the state first. And my clients actually nominated Tasmania. At that time, they nominated to do student accommodation because there was a huge demand for student accommodation in Tasmania. There was just a huge shortage. I think there's housing is a big issue in Tasmania at the moment. Obviously they're different. They are business owners and do have a lot of funds. They're currently working on student accommodation in Tasmania, which is very interesting. So that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, where Tasmania is at. Tasmania is growing. I was talking to a friend the other day who's a real estate agent there. And she was just saying that the housing market, the real estate market is absolutely booming. Must be more people relocating there. So how do I feel about the 491 visa program in Tasmania over the last financial year? Over the last couple of years, a lot of people have relocated to Tasmania. It's made things really difficult because at the end of the day, if you look at the amount of seats that are allocated in Tasmania, it's not that many. And it's just not proportional to the amount of people who have relocated to Tasmania to apply under these streams. So your application just has to be excellent. So the things I just spoke about, yeah, those are the minimum requirements. But the issue is that, is your application good enough? It still has to be better than everybody else's. So there may be no good reason if you don't get selected. It's just, was it good enough? And they probably do like applicants who have been there for a little bit longer. I'm definitely seeing that in South Australia and Canberra as well. So as you can see, what I've just spoke about, some of them require six months or 12 months, whatever the, you know, whatever the living period I just mentioned, that may be the minimum requirement, but it doesn't mean that you'll get selected just because you meet that minimum requirement. I know six months sounds really good. You know, you do it after six months, but just be prepared that, you know, you may not get selected first time after six months. You may need to be living there for one year or two years before you're selected because they want to see that you're committed to the state. The states are also getting pickier now too because they have more applicants to pick from. Obviously, they want to pick the best applicants for themselves and they want to also pick the people that they feel genuinely will stay in Tasmania because if you have a look at the conditions for 190, 491, although there's an obligation, a moral obligation for you to stay in the state after you're granted or nominated the visa, there's no visa conditions. And I, and I think this is a little bit of a gray area. People always ask me, you know, after the visa is granted, can I move? And I say, look, at the end of the day, if you look at the visa, there is no conditions. But when you actually were nominated, you signed an obligation form that you will live in Tasmania or Canberra or whatever it is for two years after your visa is granted or three years or I think the 491 actually says five years. So although there's no conditions of the visa, I think based on this document that you sign, there may be some powers to cancel your visa or just implement something. That's how I feel about it anyway. So that's a very general overview of basically what's happened in Tasmania. If you're currently in Tasmania and you're looking to apply in the new financial year, I think it's great, especially if you've been there, living there for a little bit longer. I think you have great chances. 
People who are looking to move there now, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult just because of the competition. But if you're looking to go there to study your bachelor or master's degree, your full degree there, I think you have great chances. So I had a client who's looking to do, I don't remember it was bachelor of um, medical laboratory science or it might have been master's, I can't remember. When they graduate, they will be working as a scientist. I think that they would have great chances for the 190 visa in Tasmania. So next week, I'm going to talk about a different state, 491 and 190 visa. We'll talk about all the different states because we are gearing up for the new financial year. New things are going to happen, but it's too late if you wait until the new financial year to get things done. Have a good idea of what's been happening in all the states now so that you can make the best informed decision moving forward. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And just a gentle reminder that this is not to be used as legal or immigration advice. Please consult an Australian lawyer or a Mara registered agent before you make any visa applications to Australia. For all other migration updates, you can find me on Instagram, Tracy underscore Chen. That's T-R-A-C-I underscore Chen or my TikTok account, which is just Migration Lawyer. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to share it with your family and friends. And if you want to get in contact with me, my details are on my Instagram bio. 